0: Welcome to the Nine Months Podcast. My name is Phineas, and this is my mama's podcast, and, and here she is. Hi, everyone. This is Lisa, and welcome to another episode of the Nine Months Podcast. I'm really happy that you're tuning in every week and that you're listening in. Please feel free to give me some feedback at any point. You can give me feedback or a star rating in the apps that you are listening in on, or you can just send me a message at the nine months podcast at gmail.com if you're wondering anything. Or if you want to share your birth story, perhaps you can do that as well. Now, today's story is from my friend Samar, and she's going to be sharing the story the birth story of both of her little girls Sara and Leia. and they were both born here in Prague in Motol and in Podoli and with Sara Summer had an emergency cesarean and she had a, a lot of things coming up in her pregnancy that she'll be sharing with us and with Lea she opted for a planned cesarean which was more calm and a bit more empowering and both in the birth and postpartum So let's hear from Samar. Hi, Samar, and welcome to the Nine Months Podcast.
1: Hi, Lisa. Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, (laughs) thank you for trusting me with your story or your stories. (laughs) Um, Would you like to start by introducing yourself and who's in your family? Sure. Hello,
1: everyone. My name is Samar. My son's exotic. It's uh, because my father is Lebanese. But I live in Prague, I was born here, and um, I have a husband, six years, but we've been together 15 years this year, and we have two daughters, five and two and a half years old. And I'm a pharmacist, it's not relevant really, but maybe, maybe from some point of view of the story, you you might uh, understand why I said it because some horrible patient. <laughs> and
0: yeah, yeah, great, super. So, do you want to start by um, telling us your journey to becoming pregnant? Did you guys plan to have a baby, and how did you find out that you were pregnant?
1: Uh, we've been together for um, nine years when we decided we'll get married, and shortly after that. Uh, we decided we might try to get pregnant and uh, it actually happened like fourteen days after
0: Oh, great. so <laughs> <laughs> it was
1: uh, yeah now I feel um, it's it's quite strange and i'm I'm sorry for that because I've heard a lot of people struggling with uh, getting pregnant for me it was basically just really immediately and uh, but I think it was because I was uh, very happy in my relationship, and I didn't push it at all. I mean, I was never thinking about becoming a mother because I thought I may be this overprotective and uh, uh, <laughs> control freak mom. And I was so <laughs> worried. And when I saw the stories, so what like everything can go wrong, you know? So I wasn't like, I was absolutely okay with the situations that I won't get pregnant and will be just two of us because I have to say that I was really happy in my relationship and just two of us would be like great but become pregnant was so uh, surprising and yeah. <laughs> I, I was as, as my as my sister usually says like it's um, exciting and scary at the same time so yeah. yes that was exactly it <laughs> but um it was uh it was good like this this point was was good but uh in the me- beginning I had some like morning sickness like everybody had probably it was it was like okay I just had to start my day with uh, fresh juice and uh, it was okay I didn't even have any like crazy cravings or uh weight gain anything the the beginning was really like okay Mm. but then um i went for the first trimester screening i yeah and i have to say i didn't tell anyone just martin knew about it i didn't even tell my parents and my friends or my colleagues at work so uh i really wanted to wait until the results from the first trimester screening came and just wanted to be sure that everything seems normal and then I would tell them because
0: uh uh
1: and yeah that's against uh again like we were talking you have to listen to your guts it's sometimes when you think it's something's not okay just wait don't tell anyone so everybody would get disappointed and sad and so, uh, we waited for the first trimester screening and the results came and it wasn't good. So, I was very um, surprised in, in a bad way because um, I had a probability of uh, it was the first pregnancy with Sarah, um, 1 to 70, that she might have Down syndrome. And I had to go to genetics and it was. Uh, uh, they tell me, you know, uh, what we can do is you either try the triple test, and we will see. So I tried the triple test, and it was positive again. So um, they told me, you know, you can either pick how many how many centers I don't know what, like they take the sample of the amniotic water. Or uh, less invasive, uh, another blood test, but it's going to cost sixteen thousand, and i will send the test to you, Italy. And I was like, uh, luckily, I was fortunate enough so I can afford the test, and uh, I had to wait for a week. Each test I took, I had to wait one week for the result. You know, so it was very, very stressful period of uh, one to. Well, almost two months because always before you get the term you know when they you can go for checkup you know what you have to wait another uh, week for the results so it it was uh, it took forever seemed to me but uh finally i got the results and they said it seems everything absolutely okay and we can even tell you what the sex is so if you want to know we will tell you mm. So this is how we found out that we are having a girl
0: oh, that's
1: nice. <laughs> and after, after that, I even told my parents. So, so that there was, uh, four months and <laughs> another story. Uh, they, I also got the call in between these tests, you know, I was stressed already enough, you know, after that I got a call from hospital and they tell me, do you have a um, fever or did you have a fever in past days or, uh, any sort of rush or anything it felt strange like no 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 no. we have your blasted heat blood test here and it shows that you have chickenpox but like right now it means you never had it before and I was like what you're telling me (laughs) I'm having chickenpox right now when I'm pregnant that's really great you know because it's another (laughs) shock because I had it when I was little but I have like five spots so probably I was thinking that the immunity wasn't you know I didn't produce enough it was not strong enough so I caught it somewhere but it was false alarm again you know I had to go through another test and they say oh maybe we swapped the samples or something you know happened we're so sorry oh my goodness (laughs) so after this like uh, it was very stressful and we um decided we can um Buy apartment because we were living in a small apartment in the city center, and we decided it's not really uh, good raising a child in Prague, one in a city center full of tourists, no park and junkies, you know, how how it looks in in Prague Center. Yeah,
0: yeah. And
1: (laughs) which is our apartment, and it took almost whole pregnancy, you know, to to process the. Yeah. To to buy the apartment. So it was it was quite stressful mm-hmm. and uh and 26 or 27 months a uh, week sorry i uh this uh glucose test and it came positive so i had this uh, uh gestational diabetes but it wasn't that bad um i mean i just had to check uh, my blood glucose a couple times a day and I went to the uh, diabetologist and we went through my diet and she was like oh my god how you can have that I just don't get it I I was I was in the winter and I was wearing my boots you know I stepped on a scale and I had 60 kilos and she was like what
0: Wow.
1: (laughs) yeah so um so that, that was good I just had to be checked regularly and uh that was why they were afraid that I might have a big baby and I won't be able to give birth to a baby. And uh,
0: so, so that did was, you manage it, it like, with uh, sorry for interrupting you? Yeah, I'm just wondering sure. if you managed the diabetes, did they give you medication or did you manage it with just your uh, diet?
1: Luckily, no, luckily, no. We really sat down with the doctor and she said that the result is not that bad, the levels were like manageable without uh without medication i just had to be very careful what i'm eating uh, mm. which i was i just really had to eat small portions regularly no stress which was not the, i think that was the that was the case uh my case you know that was the reason why i had the diabetes you know i had the stress at um at work, buying the apartment, plus the the crazy results with the genetics, you know, and I have the hyperfunction of uh, thyroid gland, and it's unfortunately quite common when um, you are, and I was quite skinny back you know before i got pregnant and it was just too much for my body you know it couldn't process it properly and there was its way to say stop you know we need to slow down something it's not not right with you you know so um i just had to be really careful and uh i properly i, I figure out that the, what really raises the, the blood pressure is all kind of peanuts nuts and this stuff Mm. So I, I was always lover of that. I love nuts, all kind of nuts, and I couldn't eat it, you know, because it just rise up so so fast. So, I uh, yeah, has to be. that's funny when you people.
0: when you say that now? Because Sarah's allergic to peanuts. Sarah's allergic.
1: Exactly, <laughs> she's allergic to all nuts, and I think it's quite possibly could be my fault because in the beginning I was uh, craving nuts, but no, I I mean I didn't eat it every day, but. You know, um, in the first few weeks, you know, like you feel really dizzy and and sick, and nuts are quite nice. You know, like yeah, uh, it's I was always I was always thinking it's better than to crave a chocolate or you know some junk food. You know, just to have a handful of nuts, and yeah, there you go. Your kid is allergic.
0: No, that's so not what I meant. It but could maybe, be a correlation it, yeah, or something. Could, you
1: know. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, i don't know anyway so, go on <laughs> uh
1: the the rightest of pregnancy seems to me like better after that and then in seven months when the belly was starting like it was really starting to showing that i'm pregnant you know we could tell but uh, uh i had really um my tummy was really hurting a lot uh and uh, uh sarah turned down very very soon she was like 28 29 before 30 weeks she was already upside down you know and she was pushing really down you know I was like that the belly was dropped down very very soon so my gynecologist she was like really stressed out and she was like oh my god i hope you won't give birth to like mm. such a small baby you know in uh, 30 weeks so but i was feeling like uh Fine, otherwise than that. But uh then I had to be hospitalized because uh for a week. I guess I had really like cramps and uh they say it's not okay. I I just thought I would just go for a checkup, you know. And it was like, "Mm, no. You have to stay here for a week at least. We just you know, going home. I was like, what? I just came for a checkup and but uh um I'm glad, you know, it was, again, it made me sit down or lay down for a bit, but the rest, the rest was just fine. And, uh, um, because of the diabetes, I, uh, ha- had to go to hospital when I was in due date. They won't let you to, um. Mm, Carry past the due date, you know. Hmm. So uh, Sarah was supposed to be born on uh, um, March Mm eighth. So I went to hospital and nothing uh, like I wasn't feeling I'm giving birth at all, and nothing looked like it, you know. So it's like, but we shouldn't wait because the baby's big enough, you know, and if we wait. Or you might have complications due to diabetes. So they give me, they give me the suppositories um, and should start the, to prepare the cervix and everything for birth. And when uh, they started first day, nothing happened. Absolutely, like no reaction. No. So they tried the second day again, nothing. And I was I was in the room, and every time. It, girl or woman came to my room she usually give birth without four hours you know so I was <laughs> in in the room and there were like four or three different girls uh, each day you know I was like wow <laughs> must has been magic nobody can uh, stay with me in my room <laughs> and um, third day I was like you know I have enough I don't want this suppositories anymore you know just what happened Something happens should happen we we will see, and that was the day I started feeling the uh, mild contractions already, and I was starting to feel like mm, something might be going on mm-hmm. so I called my gynecologist and she was was I was lucky because she was working that day in a in a hospital in in and she was like, You know what, after lunch I'll come." Check on you, check up on you, and she examined me, and my water broke, and I was like, "Oh, okay." And she's like, "Well, I don't. It, it's not good. It's too early. You, you, you're not ready for that." But uh, you know what? You'll go downstairs. You'll have your own room where you can prepare. There is a shower. They have even ball, you know, and 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 uh, everything for yourself you can give birth then but it's too early but still you know what you will just you'll be walking you'll take warm shower it, maybe it will start you know we'll see and uh there was a nurse also she always came every like half an hour uh she did the uh, the monitor for a baby but the baby is doing fine and she always check uh uh, my belly and if, if there are any contractions and anything and I was having the contraction but I didn't feel it I mean it was you can see it on the monitor but I was like it doesn't hurt mm-hmm. it's supposed to hurt right like this this is absolutely okay I can I can do that and I was like one for one second I was like maybe I'm that lucky girl you know who give birth in 30 seconds and my even like experience orgasm or you know sometimes <laughs> yeah. people talk about it so yeah. maybe um i'll be lucky one right mm-hmm. and then my doctor came and she was like she examined me again i was like um and your mom she gave birth like vaginally normally and like okay hey, my sister too she has four kids i don't know some you're, you're too narrow you know I like i think this going to be honest. And I was like, No, i, I really, I I want to try it, please. I was like, Oh, okay, we still have a lot of time, but, but you already have nice contractions. So and the baby is really low, you know, I can touch her head, but you're not opening and this is not good. So uh, I already had the contractions quite often, and they were slowly coming like more and more painful. And I was like, Hmm, yeah, that's, that's good but I was not opening again, like I was there one hour, two hours, three hours. We tried the injections, you know, I asked for the medication, you know, that's why why I said I'm a pharmacist, you know, because I asked for Buscopan, you know, and I asked for that and this, (laughs) uh, that sposmolizing, you know, and it's everything that could (laughs) make my, like start opening, Yeah. but nothing helped, you know, and I was like, okay, the last chance, uh, we try epidural so I was like okay I'll try it and uh, I had to wait for a doctor because that night everybody decided to give birth and it was like I could hear the ladies from next room you know like she came in she started and within 30 minutes 40 minutes I was already hearing the baby you know I was like oh my god Mm. another one you know it was like more and more coming and My husband was there to mention it because it was nice, especially this this time before you actually give birth, you know, the the preparations and you need someone to bring you a towel and something to drink. uh, At least you're not alone, you know, you have someone to talk to because it's never, at least in my case, it was never like a question of one hour or so. I don't Mm -hmm. know how your, your breath were quick or not, but mine not. So, and uh, after six hours, we were already, I was feeling like already shaking and you know? I felt really, really sick. And I wasn't open. After those six hours, nothing changed, you know. And I had already the contraction, like very frequent and very, very painful. And we were like, this is not good. It's, it's not good even for the baby, you know. So, okay, we will we will do the C sections and when you already have the epidural we can you can be there with us, which is good. And they moved me and um and I wait for an anesthesiologist and for another doctor to come because it always takes two doctors for the surgery. And uh now so that he's putting mask on me. I was like, oh hold on, I thought you are gonna put me in the general anesthesia, you know? Okay, like, yeah, count two, three. Yeah. <laughs> shut, shut me down, you know. And then um uh, then I found out that Sarah already didn't have uh Good monitor you know so they had to like uh do it very fast and it's always faster when the mother is sleeping so maybe we're afraid that will talk to you you know, asking or giving some advice <laughs> or something but, they, did they um, not tell
0: you this before they put you to sleep they just put you to sleep uh they did no they didn't plan it
1: it was fast you know because uh-huh. uh they planned it's going to be epidural but the moment when i got there you know they uh did the monitor to sara mm. you know and it just turn and i saw them like talking very fast and they just bit me down and martin hear them you know how they were talking like the baby's not doing oh well. it's better if you put her to general anesthesia you know it was no time to explain you know mm-hmm. what it's because it's always about seconds yeah and it's it's true because when they uh, pull sarah out which is in no time you know they, they are really like they take take the baby out in in no time she was like not responding well you know and in, in the beginning like it was like yeah she was there for too long you know so um it's always stressful the contraction you know the kids has less in each with each contraction has less oxygen you know so more this stressful is going on it's not good for the baby so um but she was a nice healthy baby um uh, waiting something like three 3.6 kilos 51 centimeters and then the doctor told me like when they cut the the belly you know the baby was literally looking at them and it's always like bad because it's the wrong position so i was very lucky i didn't have to go through the birth because she was with the facial position, which is absolutely impossible to give birth to. So yeah. uh, lucky they didn't like make me or tr- they make me to try more and longer because it would be very painful for both of us. I mean, I'm very lucky I didn't get the position when the baby got stuck and you can just go either way, you know, like you can not put it back and you can like use the scissors, which thank God it's not used anymore or the suction pump because it, it wouldn't, it's, it's impossible. So in this point, I'm, I'm, uh, I was, I'm, I'm really glad they didn't uh, force me to, to try more or just, we decided we'll just go for a C-section. Although I, yeah, it's, it's strange because it, I, I woke up in the middle of the night it was like, 11 o'clock in the evening I woke up in uh, intensive unit care and with no belly and no baby you know mm. I was like what the heck you know and but luckily there was a, a nurse and she gave me a phone so I called Martin and he sent me the pictures and videos so of mm. uh, the baby so I've, at least I, I had some I, at least I knew what was going on and what, what happened that the, the baby is fine you know because the, you and the intensive unit care, you don't have the baby with you, of course. So they just bring the baby in the morning.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Is that the that's the way they do it? So if it's the night time, they just leave it until the morning, or if it's in, uh, you would see her, or
1: um, I, I'm uh, with. I, I will tell you with Leah how it was okay. because uh, <laughs> there was already plants in section, but this one not, and it was uh, at night. Mm. and uh, i was like uh, i just remember how i woke up from the anesthesia and i was shaking like really really bad and i just again heard the doctor just gave her some uh you know, so she was she was sleep through it because i lost uh quite a lot of blood and uh, uh i wasn't feeling very well and i have to say that i woke up at night but i passed out in few seconds you know again so mm-hmm. after after martin called me you know so i was really like exhausted
0: yeah
1: and uh i woke up they woke me up at five or six o'clock in the morning and was the first thing like go take a shower and i was like can you please help me at least from the back no 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 no. you can make it <laughs> i was like oh wow <laughs> uh, i don't know <laughs> well, but i yeah she was right i could make it yeah like i mean you can do anything if you have to and she was like come on Get ready, the baby is coming, you know. And she, she grabbed my boob, you know, I was like, okay, you have good nipples. And I'm like, oh, wow, hello. <laughs> we don't know each other. <laughs> I'm like, you know, it's, um, uh, it was quite strange, you know, because I've never seen her before and she didn't tell me who she is, you know, at first thing to like not shake my hands, but she grabbed my boob. Oh, goodness. And so this is your baby meet her and I was like oh and it's I think it's the problem with having a c-section especially in general anesthesia. I don't know what uh, else other mother experience but what I was my first feeling or my first thought was is this my baby are you sure are you sure it's not someone else because I don't know when I look at her I didn't see Martin or me you know it was just the baby you know it's not like you're pregnant and you give birth and you just, it's the nice ending, you know, of the pregnancy and you introduce each <laughs> to to your baby and and uh, yeah. you meet your baby, you know, but like that you just sleep, you open your eyes, there's no belly, no baby, nothing and it's just teeny tiny something and I was like, oh my god, is it, is it her? And I I felt quite a bit guilty because I I thought I'm gonna have this experience that I will have this I will feel this uh, love immediately to my baby, you know, and it wasn't there.
0: Mm.
1: It absolutely wasn't there, and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm I'm horrible mother." Mm. I I feel like I something is missing, something is wrong, you know. So, but. A while i was like uh and i felt like bad. i i couldn't i wasn't capable of giving birth to my child you know i felt bit like not 100 percent mother do you know what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. that's that's i'm not good enough that and i was like this that's the hormones already starting you know and i was realizing that you're so stupid just <laughs> shut up and take care of this baby you know it definitely hurt because everybody was like oh my god she looks so much like martin you know they have even similar <laughs> feet and everything and what really really helped me was that i started to breastfeeding and there was this connection and i felt like we're building relationship we're building something we have something in common and i'm finally able to take care of her so this really helped me so i recommend to every woman to breastfeed because it's for me um in that moment i realized that it's probably absolutely normal that some women might experience like some psychosis or some really like postpartum depressions you know because uh I, I could I absolutely understand that something like that might happen, you know. But the, the breastfeeding really, really helped me and I finally felt like, yeah, I can do that, I can take care of my baby and I can feed her. And it was it was so nice and really helped me with the you know the oxytocin and the hormones that it's released during breastfeeding. It was it was beautiful. So mm. it was so beautiful. I experienced, I breastfed her almost 20. Uh, three months so
0: yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> quite quite long yeah oh that's nice and so how was how was postpartum then otherwise when did you get to go home and how was it
1: uh as uh, so, I so I was very lucky that I start breastfeeding very uh very soon I, I actually so third day I already have her with me, uh, um, with me in the, in the room because first day, uh, after C-section I, yeah, I, um, I used, I was really glad that they, for me, that uh, they will take care of the baby and bring me every three, uh, three hours so I can be with her and breastfeed her. But after a C section I wasn't really like sure that I can take care of her like a whole day. Uh, so the first day I was really glad that they offered me this and, um, I went home for a day after labor and, uh, it was, it was quite good. Uh, unfortunately, I, uh, that's the reason why you shouldn't bring your uh, own food or might sneak some food for me from the restaurant, you know, because I just I was always like uh, complaining about food, you know, mm-hmm. in motel. Yeah. So I was like, okay, so we celebrate it and he brought me something. And but unfortunately I got a stomach back from it, you oh, know. No. So I had <laughs> yeah, had terrible, <laughs> terrible stomach food. I I had to go to a toilet every thirty minutes. And with the C section, I am I'm, I'm sure even after regular birth, experienced something like that so short after giving birth is hell but i had like 39 fever 39 and a half oh, wow. and i could barely walk you know so martin took one week off and he was like getting me to her toilet you know and making me tea and i couldn't eat anything and i was so afraid that i'm gonna lose the milk you know but uh, we made it yeah <laughs> and and in a week it was it was fine but the first we, luckily, that the kids sleep a lot. You know, they you, you give them a boob, they pass out and sleep for two two hours, so mm-hmm. it's fine. But yeah, it, it wasn't really <laughs> nice. So yeah. advice: don't uh, really listen to and eat only what they give you in the hospital. Even if it's a <laughs> horrible, <all right, Bob. laughs> you won't get a stomach back from it. <laughs> So the first pregnancy was like, I experienced everything. So I was like, nothing can actually
0: surprise (laughs) me right with the second one. Did you guys decide to have a second?
1: No, it was, as I said, even even pharmacists can have this uh, uh, not planned trial. But we we definitely plan another one. Uh, That's true. But I wanted to wait a little bit longer because my colleague uh, quit at work and i wanted to come back for uh, full time when i found out i'm, I'm pregnant and uh, i was like oh i'm not sure i'm going to do it because we were um i just felt a little bit guilty because i left job and my friends there and my colleagues and uh, now you know in short time again you know mm-hmm. so again i didn't tell them mm-hmm. and uh, but Yeah, of course. Like, like there was, uh, there was no like out of question. Like, of course, we wanted uh, another one, but uh, it was a bit surprise. No, it's not surprise. I mean, sex has consequences, and you should know about it. Like,
0: (laughs) we should all know about that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, (laughs) Yeah uh oh, and how how many years in between is it is it two they have two it's years
1: two and two and a half two yeah and two half. and a half mm, okay. so it's not that it's it's quite a gap but uh, with the c-section you can't have like earlier you know it's there is always risk of the yeah rupture of the uterus because the pressure is uh is big so it should be at least two years mm-hmm. so um, because of that i wanted to wait also but uh but Leah, I had such a maybe maybe because of it. Like like she would know about it. She she was so good. I mean, I can't complain absolutely that the second pregnancy was was great. Yeah, uh, I didn't even have the diabetes. You know nothing. I mean, the stress played a major role in in my case. I think, and I ate everything. Yeah, I mean, I'm not wasn't eating junk food. I always like uh, i have. Healthy, healthy stuff. But uh, when I decided that I might have a cheat day on Friday, I had a piece of cake or something, which was absolutely of question with sara you know, with that pregnancy. But with this one, it was absolutely fine. I was, uh I just listened to my body. You know, like if you feel like lay down and have a nap. I mean if the older kids let you do that (laughs) yes (laughs) haha right I know
0: that that often yeah yeah did you have all the standard testing and everything with Leia also yeah
1: the testing uh, again like uh, I have, everything was just fine you know Um, I mean I changed doctor not because I would have some bad experience with her but because we moved and uh, uh, she used to have uh, um her office was right next to a pharmacy so it was very convenient for me to to be there but when I stopped almost stopped working uh, with Sarah but I was working like three days a week mm. so I found another one here close to my uh, apartment. Uh, it was such a relax, relaxed guy, you know, so we had very, I think, it was, yeah, it was good. And I uh, decided to have um, another, uh, I switched, I changed even the hospital, not Motol, but I decided for Podoli at that time. So uh, I went for checkups to Podoli. And the waiting is this horrible. You always have to wait there for ages. It always takes one day really to uh, for checkups because it's a huge hospital. It's not just for pregnant women. They, they have all gynecologic problems, you know. So uh, if they have some emergency or even from the street, you know, whether it's like gynecology, it goes to bodily And of course, that's priority, you know. So if you're just, just waiting for a regular checkup, of course, they will go first you know that yeah. that's why you have to wait there for yeah. so long yeah but uh in the beginning it was like uh I, w- I was asking about the c-section you know whether i have to um have another a c-section after the first birth and it was like you know when the there's still the reason why you have the first sec the section you will have to do the uh, second, uh, it must be a second section too, you know, so, but in the beginning they were like, well, it depends on the size of a baby and how you will feel and bra, blah blah. but uh, how they measured a baby when I was in her 32 weeks. She was like, oh girl, if you didn't make 360, this one, this one is a lot, lot bigger. It's I would say something between four and four and a half, so I don't think you will, you will make it. So it was scheduled uh, C-section this time and uh, uh I was glad that I could be there because it was really nice experiment experience really like uh I had the spinal um anesthesia which is uh you don't feel anything from your uh, um chest down yeah but you're still there and you see the baby and it's so it's it's a huge difference yeah I have to say that it's and it's great because Martin was there and uh it was very funny because uh, i was already lying on the on the table and i saw that the uh, people are really like getting nervous you know they were expecting the doctor you know i was like what, what's what's going on you know who who's 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 coming they were like they're expecting some king or something <laughs> she's coming she's 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 coming I was like, "Who, who Susan? she's coming and they said the name of a doctor and i was like she's uh Quite famous, you know, and I was like, "Oh my god!" She used to work with my mom, you know. There, oh. when my mom was pregnant with me, she took care of her, you know. Oh wow! So it was so nice that it was the same <laughs> same doctor as um, like thirty five years ago, you know. She yeah. like so I told like my circle, know, we're there <laughs> it's, "Yeah, it was unbelievable." And she looked at me and she was like, oh, "You look the same." You haven't changed a bit, you know. Yeah, I still remember. So we are talking while she was like uh, serving me up, you know. Oh, that's so sweet. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She got me distracted, which is also good because I mean it's anesthesia, but you can still feel something, you know, the the pressure, and you don't feel very. It's not very. I mean, it's not. Totally, I'm painful, you know. Yeah, but it was great because they bring you the baby, so she was there with me, you know. Because it takes like, um, as I said, it's very fast. They take her out in one minute, maybe not even, you know. Mm. But then it takes time, you know, to you know, finish the job, you know, and takes almost an hour, you know. So you're just lying there, and so it's it's nice when you can have someone there with you i mean martin was there and the baby was there so i could see her no and uh, she looked nothing like sara you know this one was dark and heavy and she starts screaming immediately and she was very like mad that mm-hmm. she is out I'm like wow <laughs> 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 yeah this one's gonna be something yeah it was nice oh that's, that's nice it.
0: so how it's was nice. how was recovering from the second c-section then different from the first? Time.
1: A lot better. It was absolutely different. Uh, I mean, the, uh, also the, the, it was in general anesthesia that I saw her. So the hormones gave up faster. I also started uh, breastfeeding very, very soon, within like two or three days, I was fully breastfeeding, which, mm-hmm. is, which is good. Yeah. And uh, I started exercise uh, the day after C-section. And it also helped me a lot because I didn't know about it the first pregnancy, but this one, uh, they have, um, they, I first, uh, right after uh, they take me to intensive unit care. So we have nurse coming and she was like, you know, within a couple of minutes, you will start feeling your, your, um, uh, and we'll start with the tiny little tiny exercise, you know, don't worry. It's not, I mean, it's not, Push ups, you know, nothing, but yeah usually just with breathing, and you will move your fingers and and toes because you're lying down. It's and you'll be lying there for a couple of more hours, you know. So um they uh, come, you know, they wash you, you know, and I was like, oh my god, this is so nice, you know, when they they take care of you in the unit care intensive unit care. They were so nice and uh, really helped me a lot. And they bring Leah, uh, you know, right, like. Uh, couple of hours after after surgery so and I started like to breastfeeding or there was the skin to skin you know contact and I yeah. could be there with her you know and hold her and it also helped me a lot so if any of ladies deciding whether to go for if it's possible of course, uh spinal it's 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 great yeah. yeah yeah there is this contact with the baby and
0: uh, yeah it's
1: bonding it's it's amazing so it was and plus the exercise they give you the paper and they ask you if you feel for it you can go for it to show you what to do and it's basically just breathing you know and moving you know stretching very very simple it takes takes like five to ten minutes and you can do it uh, really second day after the c-section so the recovery was was really faster yeah with with a second child
0: oh that's great and how yeah. how did sarah take it meeting her sister uh
1: it's um we were thinking uh, how to how to arrange it you know so then we thought maybe the best thing will be if sarah Will uh, drive me. or I mean, Martin will drive me to hospital together with Sarah, so mm. she sees me, mm. and we explain to her. You know, this is the hospital where babies are born, and this is where we go. In, so she drove with us, and then Martin uh, took her to my parents because he had to go to work, and uh, oh, he picked me up uh, in four days, and we drove to my parents. It was a neutral, uh, neutral. Place, you know, it wasn't like that we would, you know, just bring home another, yeah, another creature. So, yeah, <laughs> uh, I was like, uh, so it was nice. I, I was surprised, you know, she even tried to hold her, you know, and uh, uh, I was very afraid, but she turned out to be very nice, big sister, like, she helps her a lot. I mean, they are still fighting because they are now two alpha females yes but, uh, <laughs> yeah, they are they are just i think
0: yeah it's it's good it yeah. was a be horse but uh, it's yeah. not that bad <laughs> no they're super sweet she sara always looks out for for leia she's like yeah this is my sister and you know don't step on her you know <laughs> yeah because
1: um i think uh, sara uh, she knows that leia She's, she's quite cute, you know, and people are always, like, around her, you oh, she's so cute, and look at her hair. Mm-hmm. So Sara understood that if she behaves nice and if she's nice with her, you know, that people will appreciate it and mm-hmm. tell her how, how nice she is, you know, yeah. so, so
0: awesome. <laughs> Yeah, they learn so. pretty quickly, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they do. Oh great. All right, yeah. is there anything that we haven't or that you haven't shared that you that you want to share? Any references maybe that you might have used or anything? Uh I to
1: be honest, I didn't really have time to uh get ready for the pregnancy or even some to take some courses like before before some uh how to prepare for birth or birth control or anything. I, I didn't have time for that. And my sister, as I said, she's also, she actually, she's a lactation specialist, you know, so she now even teach that. So she, it, she helped me a lot. She was like, because when I was so in immortal, you know, she was listening to the lady, like she was trying to tell me how to breastfeed and she was like, Oh my God, this is like 30 years old bullshit. You know, don't listen to her. I'll tell you everything, you know? And maybe, yeah, maybe she uh, she was, uh, uh, she helped me in the beginning. And she was also the one who told me, you know what, just keep working until the very end. So you don't have to think about giving birth. It was with Sara, the first pregnancy, you know. She's like, don't stress about it. I mean, you just, you don't need anything, basically. You have where to live, you have... Uh, baby cradle you know everything is ready and just don't stress about it just do what you like and
0: uh, and and get some sleep yeah and that's that's a good tip actually do what you like (laughs) and get some sleep yeah a lot of my friends who are having babies they'll be like so what what do I need I need this thing and this thing and this thing yeah no no no. nothing your baby needs hugs and food and diapers and then you need to sleep and take it easy.
1: (laughs) Exactly. And you need to take care of yourself too, because unhappy mother is the worst, you know? So, and usually you realize after having a baby that uh, like 80% of stuff you bought, you don't actually need. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, so that's true really just the hugs and doop yeah
0: exactly <laughs> and, i mean i guess we all have to go through our own learning process but you know yes, i've also been yes, through that yes, with my first absolute, i just like, got a lot of unnecessary things <laughs>
1: absolutely yeah. absolutely
0: oh great this has been great summer thank you thank you so much yeah, for for sharing you. your stories with me
1: thank you thank you i hope uh, it wasn't boring and no i, t- I
0: talked too much sorry <laughs> it was perfect it was perfect thank you <laughs> thanks again samar for coming on today and sharing your birth stories with us if you are listening in and you would like to reach out to Summer and ask her any questions or anything, then please feel free to send me an email at the 9 months Podcast at gmail.com or head to the website 9 com and fill in the contact form there. And just like I mentioned before, we started the episode today. You can also go there and fill out your details if you would like to share your birth story on the podcast. I'm always looking to record more birth stories here. So do feel free to reach out if you feel like that's something you'd like to do. All right, you guys, have a wonderful week ahead and I'll see you next week.